Hello, welcome to the monthly Skill Bites show where we share information that is geared to helping you succeed in your business. This is Judy Weintraub, CEO of Skill Bites and host of this show. If you want to position yourself as an expert, one of the best ways to do that is to become a published author. Skillbytes author platform provides the easiest way to get a book written and published. We are so delighted to have with us today Rochelle Wiseman, who is a professional writer, ghostwriter, and editor. Rochelle began her career as a print and television journalist. From there, she started her own company, Inscape Communications to write marketing content for clients. With a knack for writing effective copy and eBooks, she's helped her clients create brand stories and content that positions them for success. For the past 20 years, she's continued freelance writing for magazines and newspapers and has ghostwritten articles for clients. Seven years ago though, she returned to her first love, books and became a book coach, book editor, and ghostwriter. She is passionate about helping entrepreneurs write, publish, and market their books to help them grow their businesses. Rochelle, I share that passion with you. And today she hosts a podcast called Buzz on Book Biz, where she interviews publishers, authors, book marketers, and book agents to talk about the business of publishing and marketing books. Rochelle, we're so delighted to have you with us on the Skillbytes show today. Thank you, Judy, for inviting me. Well, why don't you give us a little bit more of your backstory and how did you decide to become a book coach and ghostwriter? So, um, as you mentioned, I was writing marketing content for uh, businesses. Most of them were very small businesses or um, Actually, I had a very large client, a major oil company here in Calgary, but I've mostly had small companies and entrepreneurs writing blogs and content for their social media. And eventually they started asking me to do longer pieces that were effectively ebooks, but ebooks became a sort of the new thing, right? And um, I saw the potential for them to generate more attention for the company if they took that ebook from just being a downloadable on their website to something that they could use as a marketing tool in a wider way. So I began to uh, understand the power of coaching them to write those books because none of them regarded themselves as the writer of a company. They were, you know, they did their own job very well, but they didn't see themselves as a writer. So that's when I started to think more about the coaching idea because I could see that opportunity was there. And um, and I started coaching them to write a book that was of more substance than just, um, you know, a 10-page PDF on their website. And at the same time, I have a, a niece who, who contacted me, and she was writing um, a memoir of her uh, husband's grandma. And this, here was this beautiful manuscript, but it needed a lot of work. So I helped her work through that. And I, it just, all of these things started happening at once. And I started thinking, hey, I think I could be a book coach. <laughs> and I started pushing that down the field. And that has turned into a wonderful part of my uh, business. 
and I still do marketing writing and I still do freelance journalism, but the book coaching has been especially rewarding in the last few years. Excellent. Yes. So there are a fair number of book coaches out there. Of course, there's a great need for them as well. So what is it that makes you a unique book coach? You know, I think it it stems from my uh, degree in English literature combined with journalism. So story is at the heart of everything I've done in my professional career, whether it was uh, writing news stories, uh, whether it was writing um, opinion pieces even were story oriented or when it became writing marketing content that had to have a brand story undergirding it. I, I just really feel like I am really all about story writing. And that helps me understand how best to create a good outline for a book. If it's a book for a business owner, that's going to help them with their business or whether it's a memoir or even, and I haven't really broached the novel world yet. <laughs> I have stayed on the nonfiction side of the fence, but I, I think that that helps me understand the writing process uh, differently. I am also, because of being a journalist, very good at interviewing people and knowing how to pull the stories out of them. And that has really helped me with coaching memoir writers, because often there are stories within their family, stories within their own personal life that they don't want to go near for lots of reasons, or they don't understand the power of them and why they should include them, all that sort of thing. So yeah, it has given me, I think, a, a unique perspective on the book coaching uh, role that I play. Very good. I know that some of my authors get stuck in the writing. Um, some of them take forever to to get going with their writing, what are some of the main issues that you've seen with your clients? So uh, I call it the butt syndrome. And that what the butt syndrome is, is it's all of those things that people have pop up in their head that prevent them from writing or stall them from writing. So there's, but I'm not actually a writer, but who would read my book? But I don't want to fail, but I don't have time but there's a million books on my subject already. Why does the world need another one? You know, there's just a long list. There's imposter syndrome, there's procrastination, all of those uh, issues of mindset that get in the way. And I really coach my clients to recognize that those are all about them. Every single one of those is based in fear and it's about you. And if you are going to be a writer, your focus isn't on you, your focus is on your reader. You are going to create a book that is of value to readers. So once you understand the value that you have to bring, what is your expertise? What is your knowledge? What is the story of your life that can help others? And you focus on how you can benefit and contribute and have a positive attitude, that really helps minimize all of those butts that you can leave behind you and proceed confidently and with an excitement about what you have to share that's of value to others. Great. And 
I guess you've been very successful in getting them past those mindset issues to get their books done. Right. And it's, it's sometimes there's, um, you know, sometimes they backslide, as it were, <laughs> you know. And I mean, even the great writers have these issues, you know, people like Ernest Hemingway and, uh, you know, major writers that were uh, won awards, even they, you know, have those days when it just doesn't seem to be clicking at all for them. So it's it's not a once and done thing that you fix forever. It's a it's an ongoing battle sometimes. But when you have some strategies and some stool, some tools and you know mindset reminders or affirmations that you can use or writing prompts that you can use, uh, you can actually slay those little dragons and keep going. So a new client comes to you and says they want to write a book, but they've never done it before. So they're looking for a book coach. Tell us how you work with them. Well, uh, first of all, I, I start with clarifying why they want to write the book. And uh, their motivation is key. Uh, whether it's a good motivation or not so good, I need to understand what that is and maybe decide whether or not I can work with them. Um, secondly, a clarity, they need the clarity on who they're writing for, who is the reader, and what's the purpose of the book. And the purpose of the book is not to show off their expertise. If this is a business book for a business owner, it's not to show off their expertise. Uh, it, it is to, in fact, provide the reader with value so that by the end of the book, that reader will have experienced a transformation. And so there's a lot of upfront thinking and planning that has to occur before you can embark on the writing process. And I know you know this very well because I took your five-day challenge and you have an excellent approach to helping people sort out all of those major issues before you put pen to paper as it were. So I focus on those things and, and the, the reader avatar has to be just sharp because people say I'm writing for, and then they have this general broad class of people. And that's not gonna be a book that sells well, but more narrow your topic and more focused and clear it is, the more likely it is to succeed. So we spend a lot of time on those things up front before we get into the business of creating an outline. And that for me is huge. I am a big outline person. And I, I have found books um, on Amazon that are supposedly to help give you an outline. And I just look at these books and they're just like feeble. And I have, I've taken the approach of creating the outline that actually has a strategy within it for moving that reader through the progression they will take to have a transformation by the end of the book. So it's not just picking up topics and deciding that what, what's a good order for these topics. There's a lot more involved in creating a successful book and engaging the reader to the end. So I'm, I'm a really big fan of spending a lot of time up front on creating a good outline. So can you, maybe dig a little deeper into that point about uh, that transformation. What are some of the key points 
to getting that transformation that go beyond just an order of topics. Okay, so so the way I, I start out is you look at the premise of the book, which is why you're writing the book and what it's about, and then you look at the promise of the book. The promise is what you write on the back of cover content of your book so that your reader they're standing in a bookstore and they see, hopefully you have a great title and a great cover and they lift it off the shelf and then they flip it to the back to say, is this a book I wanna read? And whatever you've written there is going to make that reader decide whether or not to buy your book. And if it's going to get them to write, to read your book, then they are going to see something there that's going, oh man, do I ever need this book? Because you're gonna say something there about what they're gonna get by the end of the book. How will they be a different person? a different employer, a different employee, a different physician, a different whatever it is, what will change in their lives? Because somebody said this to me, and I love this phrase. I wish I could remember who it was. I'd give them credit, but they said, people don't buy nonfiction books. They buy solutions. That's what they're looking for. So the solution is the transformation that's gonna make a difference in their lives and that's what they want. So when you're writing the book, that is top of mind. How will they get not just knowledge? You don't wanna just give them knowledge. You wanna give them tools, strategies, um, templates, you know, lists, whatever that is that's gonna take them out of just dumping more information into their heads. It's gonna actually generate actions, decisions, changes of behavior, changes in attitudes, all of those things. How are you going to generate the changes? That has to be thought through in your outline. Excellent, yeah, that's very helpful, thank you. Now, I understand you also help with book marketing. Can you share with us some of the ways that you provide assistance to your authors with book marketing? Yeah, so as you know, thanks to Amazon, people can actually market their book before it's even written. They can put it up as, you know, buy my book now that's not gonna be released for another six months. And mysteriously, people will buy a book that hasn't come out yet. <laughs> and so there's that strategy, but there's also the notice, the, the no, um, the knowledge piece of sending in your social media through emails, if you have an email list, information about my book is coming up and wait for it. And you're just sort of throwing out little breadcrumbs and saying, this is coming. It's going to do this. It's going to do that. And you're actually getting people's anticipation up because now they want to know more about the book. And now they're starting to be curious about, well, gee, when it comes out, I'd really like to read this book. So you're pre-marketing the book in, in, letting as many people know that it's coming. And there's something about suspense. There's something about anticipation that is part of all of us. It's like when we see Christmas presents under the tree, like right about now, <laughs> and we have the anticipation, oh my gosh, I wonder what's in that box. And, and so I love the idea of just talking about the book, you know, and if you have a cover already, you know, that's one of the first things you do, try and get the cover out there, um, talk about the transformation your book will offer. You know, those are things you can do through social media that you can do on Amazon with that pre-marketing ability you have with Amazon. And I really believe in um, generating interest in the book before it's even done. 
Great, yeah. Um, people can put in their email signature line, ask me about my forthcoming book or yeah, whatever. That's a great one too. And, you know, even I, I've heard of authors even that have released a chapter, the first chapter, um, and sent it out on their mail list. It's sort of say, you know, here's my first chapter. If you'd like to read more, wait for this book. It's coming out in November or whatever. And, and so you can even use that sort of a teaser kind of approach as well. Right. And I've had some of my authors get paid speaking engagements because other people knew that they were coming out with a book. They hadn't even gotten their first book out there. So there's a lot of things that can happen before the book is done. Yeah, I know. And, and I, I've also run into writers that say, oh, well, I couldn't do that because what if something happens and then I don't actually get the book out? And, and you know, then they have the whole little fear thing starts up again, right? You've got to push those away. Yes, you're going to finish the book. Yes, it's going to get published. Just carry on in positive energy and it'll happen. Yeah, in fact, it's a little bit more motivation to get exactly. your book done when everybody knows that it's forthcoming. Right. It, that's a, probably the best thing you can do to overcome procrastination is give people a deadline and say, my book is coming out in November. <laughs> and yeah. you have to get it out. Uh, so Rochelle, I understand that you have a gift for our audience today. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So it's um, it's a, a just a tiny little resource called Release Your Inner Writer. And it addresses some of these issues that I mentioned earlier that prevent people from getting to the point where they can write. It, you know, they don't even get started a lot, a lot of times because they've talked themselves out of writing their book instead of talking themselves into writing their book. So this little resource talks about how you can overcome some of those fears and also release your creativity. Um, you know, a lot of people think, well, I'm not creative, you know. I'm a left brain person, I'm not a right brain person, I'm good at math, but I'm not good at words. And again, it's like talking themselves out of it. When, when really we are all given an, uh, a level of creativity that we can nurture and, and uh, expand in order to be able to write. Instead of saying, I'm not a writer, you can say, well, wait a minute, I'm creative, I can do I can do things to increase my creativity, to get in touch with my creativity, to nurture it. So there's a little bit of those kinds of things in this little booklet as well. It's called Release Your Inner Writer. Excellent. Thank you. How, how do people get a hold of that? So it's, um, it's on a landing page on my website, and uh, I've given you the link, which you can share with people. It's at my website, which is michellewising.com slash release your inner writer. Great. So Rochelle Wiseman, R-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-W-I-S-E-M-A-N.com slash release your inner writer. Very good. Thanks so much. And if people wanted to get in touch with you, what is the best way for people to reach out to you? So you can uh, send me an email, Rochelle at RochelleWiseman.com, and I would be happy to connect with you and set up a call and have a conversation about your aspirations um, oh. to a writer. Very good. And if you wouldn't mind uh, taking a few more minutes 
Can I ask you a couple fun questions? Oh, sure. <laughs> okay, well, answer or finish this sentence. When I retire, I will be living where and doing what? Oh. Huh. Well, until this past summer and fall and winter, I would have said, I will retire to the interior of British Columbia, which is full of orchards, wineries, and beautiful lakes. However, <laughs> they had horrible fires in the interior of British Columbia, followed by horrible floods, mudslides, avalanches, and oh orchards and so on underwater. Not so much in the interior, more on the, the West Coast. So I'm, I'm sort of rethinking the British Columbia thing. But anyways, and what would I be doing? I would be writing to my heart's content and painting. I'm also a painter. Ah, very good. And what is your favorite childhood memory? Ooh, um, 